1: you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host.
2: Hello, everyone. Welcome to this week's episode of uh, Flatters and Shanko uh, podcast. It's not, it's not a high-tech podcast, is it, Tommy? But it's one that comes from the heart and the kidneys, isn't it? <laughs> It's a
3: natural podcast, mate. There's no fancy stuff here at all. That's it. There's no video. There's no sponsorship. Um, it's
2: not. It's not like. It's not like we don't get wish massive there was. offers. Wish there We're was. Just, we don't actually. Do no, we? not we, at all. Not at all. This is. This is look. Spitting sawdust. Is, this is. This is private information. But look, this is probably unnecessary. But believe it or not, we get offers. We've had some lovely offers in the last year or two about taking the pod over and building us studios and sponsoring us some stuff and money and things and we like that stuff but what we don't want to do is what we don't want to have to do is change everything about the way we do things Dave, we like it so we just said no Dave it's yeah. like
3: it's like the walkabout the kiwis the bingo lingo of podcasts all right it's not that fancy yeah. but yeah god if you uh if you pick a good one if you pick a good day to listen oh, oh
2: not off. oh you'll be um,
3: giggling away on the tube in the gym on the toilet
2: yeah. Oh. In bed at hey, night. Before we get started, I had my feet done Tuesday.
3: Have you had your moustache done yet?
2: Ah, leave that. The rats back in it. Have
3: you looked in the mirror this week or not?
2: You, I'm. Um, you know what I mean, mate. Right? Once every th- two or three days. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, um. Uh, what I did I was...
2: do this morning. I looked properly in the mirror when I was brushing my teeth at close up of my moustache, and it is a not a very nice moustache actually. Nah, it's not cause... pretty. Uh,
3: you know, you should probably look in the mirror a little bit more than once every two or three days, is what I would yeah, say.
2: I don't, I don't, I don't not look in the mirror because I'm just super scared, modest and humble. It's just, it's you don't like you what, what you see. Don't like what I see, and it never looks any different. Like so,
3: growing old isn't a nice thing, is it?
2: But also, when I like brush my teeth in the morning, that's classic mirror territory. But I, you put the kettle
3: on. I know. You go out. You put. You're productive. On.
2: But C- I, sit, I sit on the side of the bath as I do it. I never do my teeth standing up. Why would Why would you do that?
3: Kettle on, let the cockerel out, collect the eggs.
2: <laughs> Stroke the wolf. <laughs> Stroke the wolf.
3: From the door. Um, Keep him from the door. Uh, yeah, no, you're you're a productive mate. You are. You change
2: must- everyone's nappies. You know, the old people I live with. It's just, there's a lot of stuff to do. A lot of stuff to do. So normally I'm seven or eight emails during my toothbrush because um, I've got a Philips Sonicare. Um the Flatman fort not, is not, a busy not fort. Sponsored. Yeah, mm. it's not, is it?
3: Oh, it's yeah, it's well, you're keeping on top of things, mate, and that's good. You know, you're, I, you're using your do time you know something wisely. Less impressive. Do
2: I you want know. to know something less impressive?
3: You, your shoulders popped out again playing darts?
2: Uh, no, oh, we'll come right. to that. We'll come to that, boy. And it wasn't my shoulder, it's my elbow. It didn't pop out either. Okay. I went, I uh, got back from London today. I was in London yesterday. We'll talk about that. And got back about midday and thought, oh, I've, I'm meeting Tommy at two for this podcast. So I thought I can get a gym session in because I'm an addict. Went to the gym, did about 35 minutes, 40 minutes and thought, I suddenly realized I am starving. And once I was that hungry, I couldn't carry on. So I left the gym because I was too hungry and I went and got chicken and falafel wrap.
3: Uh, I can't do anything when I'm hungry, mate, to be honest. No, I can't, can't operate. I can't work. I can't reply to emails. I can't, and nothing. Absolutely nothing. have to eat. But that's why I've always got yeah. a little protein bar in my bag, just in case, and a banana. And, yeah,
2: and some nuts, And some nuts.
3: And a hard-boiled egg, but not too hard, because you don't want to get a dry mouth. Yeah. You don't want to be eating dust. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. yeah, always prepare. Yeah. Uh, how is your chicken okay. and falafel
2: wrap, anyway? Nice actually. I've, I've never liked falafel. Um Which, don't you normally have chicken or falafel?
3: You know, it's yeah. it's normally one or the other, but you've gone both of you.
2: Well, no, it's chicken wrap. Um this uh you've gone rice, Greek you've gone rice street, and chips. street food place. And then no, I'll get I'll get it and i get the chicken wrap and then I'll get a little box of side box of uh falafel. Oil, yeah. And I'll open the wrap and I'll stuff it in and it doesn't really quite fit, but that's all right because I'll just I get the wood chipper going and I'll just start it from the back and just feed it in. Okay. Yeah. Now, all the calo- now all the calories are within me. So I will not be losing any weight today, and that is good news because I can't afford to lose weight because my clothes won't fit.
3: It's like getting a hybrid car and just putting petrol in it all the time, that. I mean.
2: Yeah, I mean, look, it's, yeah. You're trying, though. You are without. trying. You're trying. Oh, no. I get that. I only had one wrap. I only had one. I get that.
3: Um, yeah, it's better than my lunch anyway, so have that. Oh, yeah, at the
2: moment, right? At the moment, there's... If you the noise in the background to our dear listeners is uh, there's a load of workmen um, outside. They're fixing the roof, uh, the, the roof of the house, and they um, they're scaffolding up. They're going up and down past the window. So the first time they came, I walked out and said, "All right, all right, lads, I do." He said, "All right, Bab, how's it go, mate? All right, Bab, yeah, not bad, Bab." And I said, oh, "Mate, I didn't think anyone said Bab anymore. I thought that was just a joke." He said, "No, all it was." Is Mark Regan and me? We're the only ones that says it. Like straight away, I'm like, "Oh, this guy's a rugby guy's a big unit as well." About 20 minutes later, I get a message from Ellis Genge. How's that scaffolding looking, Bab? Mate, <laughs> 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 he's a mate. He's a mate of Ellis Genge's. And I said, I would. I said I brought you a lot coffees, but I don't trust you. Stay away from my house. Stay away from my people. Stay away from my dog. You know, it's like. They're, oh, good. they're good fellas, but they're they're by the window now, and one of them just walked past and stuck his middle finger up at me. As I know. I'm doing He's horrible. Podcasts. He's horrible.
3: Yeah. Um, I had a mate who um, lost an ear um, from a bit of scaffolding. He was just standing underneath it. Really? A bit of scaffolding fell down, cut off his ear off, um, and he was going to a, a dinner. He's going to a lunch, sorry, a lunch, and uh, he went into A&E, mm. and the doc said, i got nothing. I've got nothing for you. The only thing I've got is this pig's ear. If you want to put it on, I put it on. Put it on. I've got this lunch to go to. I need to put it on. And Doc said, Right, if you if you're having any trouble with it, just come back. So guy goes to lunch, hour or two later, straight back in the hospital. And uh, he says to the doctor, ah, oh, it's a nightmare. The doctor says, What's the matter? What's the matter? He says, Oh, I can hear I can hear noise in my ear the whole time. Noise in my ear the whole time. And the doctor said, what did it sound like? He goes, Oh, it's like crackling, mate. <laughs> oh,
2: God. <laughs> um sorry. Yeah. Sorry that, that took me it took me a sec.
3: Yeah, uh that was it. It just reminded me of a scaffold. That was all. <laughs> uh
2: two blokes I know that are scaffolders. One is Liam Williams, don't know him that well, but everyone says he's really hard. Um I know he's a very good rugby player and a very and a, and a good bloke. I've never met him, but I don't know him well, but everyone says he's really hard. And Darren Garforth, who played tight head for Leicester who is one of the nicest men you could ever wish to meet. But he was deeply aggressive and violent on the rugby field. So our scaffolders, the blokes are outside the house now. I'm looking at them. There's three of them. They're all big. Two of them got cauliflower ears. They've got big beards. They are horrible. They grew up outside spa looking for fights.
3: Londis, You know, they're 14, 15 years old. They're sat on the wall, probably smoking, spitting on the floor. uh, And they're just looking for someone to look at them the wrong way. And they'll fight them.
2: I was talking to one of the lads the other day, and I was like, he told me he lived in this place in a place called Knoll Knoll West or something, which is where Ellis oh, came from. Imagine, I can imagine you chatting to them, like coming out, going,
3: "All right, guys, how's it going? Where's your son? Is that, is no, that your I just, van?" I was wearing
2: what you want. I was wearing chinos in a check shirt, and I just got out of a Range Rover. So yeah, maybe. But anyway, so we we were chatting about this road, and anyway, and I said that something rings a bell here, so I looked on my phone quickly and tapped in the road street in Knoll. And this street where they grew up was named the UK's most anti-social street. And he said, Dad, that's the shops. He goes, it's better now, mind. I said, it's just been voted the worst street in England. He said, no, it's better now than it used to be. <laughs> uh, anyway, um, they're good fellas, but I am not. But I don't want them in my property, okay? I said, I'm locking all the windows. Don't come in.
3: Won't even let them do a poo in there, will you? Won't let me. use no, the No, God, no.
2: Mm. I saw one of them hosing on the drive last week, but I didn't say anything. No way. No, I didn't. Of course, oh, I didn't. Oh, good, good. Um... All right, how uh, have you been then anyway? I'm all right. it's so you I'm worried about. Had my feet done Tuesday, I said.
3: Yeah, what do you have done to them?
2: Well, I just get them all like primed up. I get them all like, you know you said I had elephant's feet about a year back. Right, hanging feet, I Would think. It... Well, it had an impact, it had an impact on me. Okay. Um, my, my feet are now lovely and my skin's all soft and... I get my nails. I don't. I, don't, I get my nails painted when the kids want me to, but I got away with it this time. But they just treat my feet nice and make sure the cuticles are in good nick. And why not take care of your feet? The actual reason is my feet aren't very nice, and if I leave them, then they get all they're hanging because of rugby basically and being really heavy.
3: Yeah, I don't so, know what that noise was then.
2: Something made a no, noise. No, I like it though. No, I like it.
3: I'm looking around, it. and I'm. What is it?
2: Da- it was a Dalek. Okay. Just leave it. It's fine. Um,
3: okay, yeah. Uh, so you had your feet done, nice.
2: um I had my feet done. That wasn't, wasn't that nice. Then I went. I had a look, I, I had a couple of bits went on a couple of charity events. um One for Novia, who sponsor Bath Rugby. You'll have seen them on the shirts. yeah Tales uh, of Tokyo. Tokyo Yeah, yeah. And I did another thing for Children's Hospice Southwest, where we, you know, spoke to some lovely people and all that. So it's a lovely, it's a lovely event. Watched a bit of kids hockey, you know, because that's a bit of a, a hobby of my kids. My kids. Um, Went over to Clifton to have a coffee with Danny Grucock, which was lovely. I had a bit of a chilled week last week, Tommy. Okay. And then I did something on Friday that was a very, very bad idea.
3: Um, go on, what was it?
2: Went to Bicester uh, Village to do Christmas shopping and accidentally arranged to go on Black Friday.
3: What? I thought Black Friday was the last Friday before Christmas.
2: No, Black Friday was Friday just gone, I believe. Yes, it was.
3: I thought, I always thought Black Friday was the last Friday before Christmas.
2: So, I'm right. Two hours there, two hours, ten minutes there, about an hour in the place. Uh, I brought some fun little pants for my kids, Yep, for my daughters, and left. It was so awful. I uh, couldn't stay. You Drove didn't home. even get so in f- the Raffler and Outlet shop and pick up some Four and, and a half hours in the car, mate there was a queue outside, some, there were queues outside almost the whole, half oh, the shops. Any no. shop you wanted to go into is organised queues and they're just yeah. shutting the queues until people come out the shops. Wow. And I walked past Gucci, which I, I didn't want to go into anyway, but there's this massive queue and I was like, how long's that queue? To this lady and she said, we reckon an hour plus. Uh, and in the end, they're like, we're closing the queue for 40 minutes. We're not allowed. To, you're not allowed to join the queue. Like, like oh, Autumn Towers hell,
3: in a summer holiday.
2: It was hell on earth, mate. So I was like, I'm out, I'm out, I'm yeah, out. Yeah. So... Not not a good trip for the environment. I did two leg like, four and a half hours in the car, Ugh. burning diesel for no return. So apologies to the environment for that. It was terrible. Yeah,
3: that is that's horrendous, Ugh. mate.
2: That was horrible. And you know, then did then, I did, the, then I did the highlights with Durda's at Channel at um, Bristol, Ashton Gate. So there we have it. How's your week been, fella?
3: Ah, it's been all right. It's been busy for me. It has been busy. All busy right. or busy? Both. Uh, I went to see Frozen Two on Tuesday.
2: Um, oh, how was it? I'm going tomorrow night.
3: Yeah, I'm, I'll go see it again. Uh, I'll bring in the kids next time. But it was good. <laughs> I actually really enjoyed it. I didn't think I would. I thought it was actually better than the first one.
2: What? Mm. Mm. Shut up.
3: Nope, no. Nope. I reckon it was. Uh, Thursday then, went to the Pro 14 launch.
2: Yeah.
3: Um, at the Carter City Stadium. It's a launch because all of the uh, World Cup stars are back basically, so they had yeah. their, all the coaches and a representative of, a player representative as well, so it was good, I had to do a and a with Ross Harries oh. on the stage, with, he, he prefers
2: Harris, doesn't
3: he? Um, yeah, but take the E out.
2: Yeah, I know, sort it out yourself, mate, yeah. not our problem. Yeah.
3: With, who was up, James Hook was up there, Reese Patchell, Hookie, Hookie, I um, can't remember who else was up there, uh, anyway, You're, anyway, uh, and myself. And Josh that, Navidi. I wondered why I was up there. No, uh, it was Jim Botham. What? Yeah, and Rodri Williams from the Dragon Scrum half. Uh, okay, excellent. And I wondered why I was up there. And then it was all apparent, Just, just as a foil, basically. Just as a foil. Just someone to get a cheap, easy laugh out of.
2: Oh no, they didn't go down the lab rat route, did they? No,
3: they were. Uh, was why were you selected in the World Ugly fifteen that came up.
2: Oh God, it's not like that.
3: I was. Um back in two thousand and three and it was actually the five World Cup stars that could do better. But so look at me now. But look. Who's laughing now? Exactly. Who's laughing exactly. now?
2: Them and everyone at the event. Yeah.
3: Yeah. And then
2: uh oh, that's a and shame. then
3: they uh, then Ross decided to go. And have a chat about Fiji 2007 as well. So Yeah,
2: yeah. I was like, coaches. what is it?
3: What is it? Pick on me day. I said, oh, I said, oh, you're hard, Ross. Well done.
2: Yeah, you could have Ross in a fight so easy if there weren't people around. Don't you reckon?
3: Oh, I don't know, mate. He's got a beard. I'm always wary about people with beards. They're edgy. And he'd probably wrap his guitar around my head as well because he's a rock star back in the day.
2: Oh, is he? Yeah. Oh, Long hair. I bet he has.
3: Long hair. He's like some no. like Metallica. Yeah. Blah. Singing, nothing oh, else matters in a dark room with a candle. I always
2: think having long, bushy hair and a big beard like that is fine, as long as it looks recently cleaned. Otherwise, I just think you look smelly.
3: It's not groomed. It's not. Gro- I don't even think it's clipped. I think he cuts it with a pair of scissors, probably you, once fork. every three weeks. That's it. Um, in the bath. But it was good. It was good. Seeing a lot of people there. Um, just a lot of content, really. About Pro 14 and the games coming up, the Christmas derbies, which will be great. Did you have a
2: bit of fun, though? Did you have a bit of fun?
3: Tickets are on sale for Judgment Day. Did
2: you have Um, a bit of fun? Yeah, I
3: did. I did. Uh, Then Thursday, we had a former players' Cardiff Blues lunch, which I organized. And a few people pulled out last minute. Nicky Robinson pulled out last minute. Standard. No. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no. Xavier Rush. So Nicky in it. Mark Lewis. Um, Reese Williams was an hour and a half late, which didn't, no. which didn't sit well with me, mate. You know what I'm like for time. What he's, do, well, he's doing
2: prime moves isn't he? He's doing chest and buys. That's what he's doing. He's doing bench and pull ups. That's all he's doing. Yeah, uh, I'm not sure what, what he's, what he's doing. Um, just he's skipping
3: in... leg day. He's That's doing he's a lot late. of stuff that involves looking in the mirror. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. And I lasted, mate. We went to um, Miller and Carter in Cardiff, and you know, I probably probably about four hours we were there, and. I was cooked. Really? Yeah. Now, yeah, I had to go home. I had to go home. Oh, that was is. enough for me. That was that, that was, was powerful. powerful it was powerful.
2: But Gary Powell was there, wasn't he?
3: Gary Powell was there, yeah. He yeah, was there. He
2: can he can have a go. He can give it a nudge, can't he? I
3: saw him the next morning outside school, and I blanked him. Didn't even want to talk to him. <laughs> don't know. Look what you've done to me. Look what you've
2: done. Look what I've become. Kids in the same school, have you?
3: No, but he lives outside of school, but doesn't take his kids there.
0: Oh,
2: he takes them somewhere posh, doesn't he?
3: Says it's too pretentious. Uh, and then on <laughs> oh, <laughs> on a Friday then, so I was, I'm dying now on the Friday, I've got to do a lunch for ACCA Wales, and it's with Josh Navidi, Gareth Anscombe, and Robin McBride.
2: Um, it, was it was good. Casual crack association. I is
3: enjoyed. It? Um, I enjoyed the lunch. Uh, All right, lovely. dinner That's slash dinner,
2: and lovely, good stuff.
3: And then we met up yesterday, didn't we? Today is Tuesday. We met up on Monday. We yeah. met in Islington. Myself, yourself, nolly our old
2: stomping ground, fellow, wasn't it? And
3: Michelle, oh. yeah, went to Flight Club. Cool.
2: Yeah, and I really enjoyed that. A bit of darts, yeah,
3: for the darts. How's your arm after the darts? For fair, for you listeners uh, that are listening. Flats, struggle a little bit with darts uh, to start with. Um, popped his shoulder, uh, but put it no, back in because he's, he's had eight ops on it and it, it pops out now and again and comes back in. But he only popped his shoulder when he threw bad darts. When he threw good darts, it was fine. Nothing in no the matter whatsoever. But any bad dart, like, oh, shoulder's gone again, boy. i have to go left handed. Oh, that was gone as well. Oh, give me a minute. Took an anti inflamm and then threw trouble 20. It's fine. But it was good fun. I enjoyed it.
2: So my elbow gets a bit sore when don't I throw things. Don't make me so mad. That's all it is. Don't that's make me is. mad. <laughs> El- elbow ops don't work. That's my point. I wish I hadn't bothered having one.
3: Uh, Pizza was really nice, though, wasn't it?
2: Yeah, I could eat that with the elbow. It didn't affect the elbow, did it?
3: Yeah. Um, and then Crazy Golf didn't either, did it? Went to the junkyard. No. By more. No. I
2: mean, I, I legitimately came fourth out of five in that, but that's fine. Everything's fine. Um yeah, it's a good day, lovely day put on by Armish, wasn't it? Yes. A lovely time. Yeah. A lovely time fella. Nice socializing. Wasn't it? Yeah. Just nice to catch up over a glass of wine mm. and mm. 11 pints of Guinness. Um So that we're okay. We're living, we're getting on with it, aren't we? <sighs> yeah. It's I'm, just life. You're going to see Baz tonight. You're going to see your mate Baz tonight. I'm going to see Baz from uh, WYU Welsh Rugby Union. Oh, nice.
3: Yeah. Always good yeah, for a book for recommendation.
2: He is. I just uh, I just finished a book that got recommended by someone other than Baz, which is generally a bad idea because he gets it right. This was recommended on the internet. It's out of, sort of desperation. I'm in Tokyo. I need an, I need an audio book or a book, and it's like right. What's the best books to get? And it's Martina Cole, and she does these like East End gangster books. And I was like, oh, if it sounds a bit unoriginal, but uh, it must be really good. It's got loads of really good reviews, bestseller, which doesn't really mean anything, but. It's called No Mercy, and hmm. no good. It, it's a ve- it's a very successful book. She's hugely successful. I didn't love it.
3: Have you listened to Call Me God yet on Audible? No. All oh, right. I mean, I listen to or read or watch your recommendations all the time because I trust you. Is it yeah, I you don't, don't trust, trust you though.
2: Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. You recommended a couple of things to me that I thought were crap. What? Um, I can't remember now. Gladiator? One was about... Braveheart? <laughs> no, one was... You don't uh, like true that.
3: crime, okay? I get that now. You don't
2: like true crime stories. What's it called Call Me God? Yeah. Call but, Me God. Yep. It's really good. And okay. also
3: there's one called Tunnel 79, which I've recommended to you on BBC Sounds. That is about... Uh, it's a true story about a man who digs a tunnel under the Berlin Wall. Hmm trying to come from east to West Germany
2: but the the call me God thing okay yeah. is that like is that is that a freebie on audible or something I think you have to
3: pay for it uh, but it's it's more like a podcast
2: on audible than an audio book okay okay and I'm doing this now as we, as we talk to so the BBC sounds thing drilling in the background is the, the the lads outside by the way sorry about that tunnel 72 you say I thought I think it's 79.
3: My uh my large and life friend. Mm. You're doing it now, okay, so to speak. Tunnel twenty nine. am. yeah,
2: this is, this is this is great list. Tunnel twenty nine, right, it's all yeah. changing. Okay. Tunnel and it's on BBC Sounds, are you sure? B- yeah,
3: I'm pretty sure. Pretty sure. Episode one, tunnel twenty nine, the escape.
2: Oh, intrigue. It's on intrigue, isn't it? Yeah. Part one, part two. Okay. How many You've parts are there? Two? I don't
3: know, mate. I don't know. Just All right, boy, you know, that's good for the listeners. Part, okay, I'm holding my hand all, all the way through.
2: No, uh they no can't.
3: Sometimes you just gotta spread your wings, mate, and fly.
2: Before we came on air, we were um Shanks was trying to tell me how to share my calendar with I want to share my calendar with Mish, which I should have done five years ago, but I still can't do it. And I still don't know how to do it. Mm. So if someone could do that for me, that'd be great. But you know, do you know how to calendars. do a Q&A, don't you? A Q and a yeah i've also got 39 or 450 different calendars in different colors on my i don't understand all of them are anyway oh, huh. okay. uh there we go fella we're all right we're getting through it
1: jewelry isn't a gift you give just once it's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it
2: In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com achieve today. Let's talk about rugby, Tommy. Let's talk about Friday night, Bath against Saris. Hmm. Yeah. Where to? Yeah. Where to for Bath? I what will say,
3: say I will say... It looked incredibly cold. It looked freezing. Yeah. Yeah, A lot of
2: drop ball in the first 20 minutes, especially by Saris. The ball actually might have been frosty off the ground, mightn't it?
3: Yes. I think it was. Mm. Uh, But, Mm. yeah, it, um, I mean, that's a tough game for them to win. Uh, Especially Bath being where they are at the moment with a bit of a lack of confidence. Um, uh, Jonathan Joseph, pulled out as well so you've got and Watson
2: couldn't play Charlie Yule Zach Mercer mm-hmm. Henry Thomas Toby Falatao still every, every club's got an injury list um,
3: there's always clubs that seem to have a know, lot more than others
2: aren't there yeah
3: um, yeah mm. I've got a theory what is it training too hard
2: yep I've got no, there's no basis for that whatsoever I just reckon do a bit less you'll be alright what do you reckon um
3: I don't know. No, I don't know.
2: I've made that up. I've made mm. that up. It probably there's probably not there's not a huge amount of science behind that. But, but yeah, they I had think, Jamie well, and
3: Max Wright in the centres. Um Tom Homer actually looked all right at fifteen, but
2: made a lovely break, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah,
3: but it's just a we always know and we always talk about it. It's just a well drilled machine that they're facing in Saracens. Um, you know, you send yeah. Barrett up, he runs straight over Will Chudley, gets him on the front foot. And they're away, and you know Bath, you know for the first half I thought were were pretty decent. It was, it was quite tight. A lot of penalties, although I think Bath gave away far more penalties in kick and distance from Saracens. But it's you know how do you beat a team that have got the likes of Vinapola, Jamie George back, uh, both Vinapolas. Brad Barrett. Marrow, Owen Farrell. Yeah. It's
2: endless, isn't it? Mm. Yeah. Um, it's endless. I hope Duncan Taylor's not badly hurt, by the way, because he's missed so much rugby. He's such a good player.
3: Yeah, he is. Um, I'm, I'm... A lot of people talk and at Saracen's how great he is for them and how important he is to them. And you see it in games like that because he did play really well. Uh, you know, he makes a lovely run around the corner, then puts it back inside to Owen Farrell. Real nice pair of hands, that. And also, you know, smash Jamie Roberts every time he come over there or try to come over the game line as well. So he's a big bloke think, as well. When you stand, you know, Roberts and Duncan Taylor yeah, next to each is, other, there's yeah. not much difference.
2: And you've got... Oh, I also think he does a lot of work off the ball. His chase work is really good. His D is really good, as you say. I think he's I think he's a top player, but it's just bloody shame if he's injured again, poor bloke. But it just seemed like, for me, it was like... Bath had very little to say to Saracens, really, after the first 20 minutes where things looked all right and the kicking game looked all right. But then you've got Saracens come back into it and at 55, 60 minutes, you're like, Bath have got, are asking, I never quite love the phrase asking questions, but they're asking very little of the Sarri's defence, yeah, really. And massively. There's the massive
3: amount and of phases towards the end of that first half.
2: Yeah, and so what? It's like, well, why? you know, it's like, if you score after 28 phases or 35 phases, it's like, wow. Yeah. But you hardly ever do. You yeah. a- you actually lose the ball or you might win a penalty. Well, great. It, I'd, I'd rather, personally, I'd rather watch Northampton and see some real invention from first phase, really stretching people. And actually, let's, I don't know, like let's go back to under 15s and do some moves, you know, never mind patterns. Let's do some strike moves. It's great to watch. And there's that. But I also think when sometimes things just don't click, and that's the same for any team. But you know, you all, we all know when it's not going our way and there's 20 minutes to go, and you think there's got to be some changes made. And I think, well, I, I'm presuming, I don't know, that Freddie Burns is carrying a knock. I don't know the answer to that. Um, I could probably send a message and find out. But I just feel like it's not my business to ask him. But then maybe he's carrying a knock, maybe he's not. But I just think if they're not going to put him on then, when would they put him mm. on? Because the game was dying, it was effectively dead with 20 minutes to go, really. And it didn't look like Bath were going to come back into it. But they take off the front row that were doing a brilliant job, put on a front row that really struggled once or twice, and don't put Freddie on. And it's like, you know, it, I just thought I, I didn't quite know. I didn't quite know where the logic was behind that. Again, maybe there are physical issues, medical issues that we don't know about. But say there aren't, assuming there aren't, I didn't quite get that really. You're-
3: I also saw, you know, I think it was about the 30-minute mark when they went through this unbelievable amount of phases. And it just looks like they were just playing for a penalty. So all they're doing, they were going nowhere. They had sort of 30 men all tied around the ball. They're not offering anything apart from one-up runners. And if you're you're well-drilled defensively and you can tackle and you're aggressive, then that is just easy. You can just mop that up. Um, I think eventually they got one. But it just seems like, you know, it's... It's not the most positive way to approach it, I don't think. You know, you've got to look at trying to shorten defense uh, defences. So you've got to look at trying to create fastball into slowball, uh, slowball into fastball. Yeah. You've got to look at getting yeah. your your combinations in the right position. So it might be three or four carries from your forwards until your backs realign, and then you can run something, and then you can try and change the picture and, and try and isolate defenders. But just by, you know forward carry forward carry then hitting Jamie forward carry forward carry you know especially against Saracens you've got one of the best defences in the uh, the Gallagher premiership then it's going to be a tough ask but I think look eventually uh, they do get a penalty and Pryson kicks his goal but I mean it wasn't it was a good win for Saracens they need every single point they can take but in terms of a spectacle not the greatest but I tell you what no. was no. a good game which I do yeah. enjoy, um, is if you're an Exeter fan. If you're an Exeter fan, yeah. wow. If you're a Wasp fan, not so much. If you're a neutral um, and don't really care, it, it was good to watch. It was good to watch a really team good. like <laughs> yeah. Exeter just... They played differently. They played differently to nearly all the teams, I think. Um, you know, this, they especially played differently to Saracens. Uh, but And Wasps were in it as well. 10-3 half-time.
2: Yeah,
3: thirty-eight-three, set. Um, yeah, full That's time. It's a spanking, that isn't it? It is a spanking. Yeah. How, good, how good? to get. How good was his try? Yes, not but, just not just his try though, right? Well, no, we're getting everything. to that now. Yeah. Two try-saving tackles as well. One on Minosi, yeah. who actually looked quite slow, I thought, in the right corner, and then. Uh,
2: you LeBor- know, I've watched him a couple of times. For so Watson thought he does not look as quick as he used to. No, and cause, I've thought that. Yeah. I always
3: think because you know. He's got short legs. He probably looks quicker than he is because the legs are going scuttling a lot faster. I was like that when I. Yeah, you and Andy Lee, yeah. um, and the other was uh, <laughs> Le Bourgeois. Um, yeah, you know it's that's a difficult tackle to make when he goes through. He steps off his right and flatly just holds his shoulder, has the right angle and doesn't overrun it, and and tackles him down. The two massively important tackles those, um, yeah. and he played really well. That try was brilliant wasn't it
2: I tell you what they got you got people like Jack Noel you got O'Flatty you've got Alex Cuthbert down there you got Ollie he's Woodburn injured,
3: he's injured for a bit now I think he's got to have a I know
2: but I mean I mean you've got all these guys when everyone's fit you're like wow and then mm. Ollie Woodburn hurt himself that sort of stuff but you're like I mean how you obviously no you're not gonna drop Jack Noel ever but you can't drop O'Flatty now I mean no. you
3: can't I mean it's, um, he'll I think he'll be They'll be looking at him, England-wise, at the moment. He's playing that well. I mean, he needs. I'm not saying he's going to get picked for England, but they'll certainly stand up and take yes, note. He, he has a couple of more performances saying, like you're that. Saying,
2: you're saying if he doesn't get picked, it's a disgrace. Now. But Eddie his Jones try, a his
3: try. Saying. I mean, Witten's ball to him as well is really good. That's a tough pass Lovely, as yeah. well because O'Flaherty's hidden completely behind him. There's no peripheral vision. He just has to. He has to be confident that if he puts that ball on his hip. Oh flat, o is just gonna. Oh flattity, oh That's what I said. Just say it fast, Flat-a. mate. Um, but flats
2: call it. They call him Flats. Apparently, it
3: was it was a great finish by him. He looked
2: so fast as well. Yeah, rapid. Because usually you make you bounce through a couple like that, and then you actually get caught by the last defender, don't you? But yeah. He had wheels to pull away. Very yeah, very very sharp. Ben Moon and...
3: looked powerful with a pick and go for his try as well. And I don't know if you picked that up when you watched it, but if you watch Nissan Car, right. He gets up. Uh,
2: you call him N- Nissan car?
3: No. Okay, so I um, thought it would be quite funny if you did. He gets up, and I probably did, and he gets, he tries to get into the defensive line, right? but as he's getting back into the defensive line, he pushes out Umanga, uh, and he's not set to tackle. So when Moon picks, he sort of bounces off and sort of rides a tackle and moves out to the left and goes into the space where Cars trying to get into, ready to set himself to make a tackle. Um,
2: I still still think that it's 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 really good pick and go. It's really good power. If he doesn't uh, get out the line, Uvanga
3: makes that hit and Moon doesn't score. Is my point.
2: But I I still think it's too easily scored. I don't think you should be conceding tries that easily, and especially I I know Exeter are particularly good at that. But especially when you know what's coming, it should be more difficult than that to score. I think you know I. Were I playing for Wasps, I'd be pretty annoyed that we conceded to try that easily. I'm with um, you. But e- e- Exeter, looked, Exeter looked great, but Northampton looked even better. Yes. Um, I think. They, I just love the way they play. I just love watching them play. And yes, Alex Waller was really good. I thought Tom Wood was great. Best I've seen him play in ages. Really, really powerfully looked. Really aggressive and abrasive. Thought he was great. But James Gray, so you lose... Dan Bigger, you lose Courtney Laws and you lose the other one whose name I've forgotten who's got a million caps uh, before kickoff. I've forgotten, it'll come to me in a minute. But you lose three three top guys, 260 caps amongst them before kickoff and usually that's going to cause a few problems. Uh, I mean, Franks. Yeah, so you, you lose that. those three, well done. And you still perform like that. I There's a lot about the coaching, a lot about what they're doing during the week, that everyone can just step in. But admittedly, we'll talk about Leicester in a sec. Leicester weren't very good. Uh, in fact, they were worse than not very good. But what I, one thing I noticed was you've got Nairovaro Nairo Nairo on the wing and he's a weapon, right? He's a massive, powerful bloke. But quite often you see guys like that playing teams and they don't have a massive impact. So yes, it, the fact that he had such a big impact at the weekend says a lot about his desire to work. Also, teams have got to be adept at getting the ball to these people in space. And you think it's easy, just spin it wide and let them have a go. If Bath, for example, just passed the ball along the line to Rocco, he's gonna have nothing. He's gonna have he's gonna have all the defence sitting on him. Everyone's drifted. You've got to be creative in the way you get the ball to these guys. So they've got a bit of space to work in. Mm. And actually, and actually you look at Bath you look at you know Rocco's a good example actually Rocco is an absolute weapon with the ball in hand I'd say he's better than Nairo Vora on his day his ball in hand but they never they, he never really saw much of it and then you look yes. at Manu Tuolangi you would hardly know Manu's, Manu Tuolangi was playing mm. like so there is a real skill in getting your ball getting the ball to your weapons your biggest weapons in a bit of space there's a real skill to it and Northampton are great at that
3: yeah they are um tough times for Leicester at the moment Oh hanging, I know, I know, um you know it's i I can't believe they're going through such a bad patch, considering the players they've got yeah um you can you can see why other teams might struggle, for instance, you could see potentially why I don't know Worcester may struggle or london Irish um but Leicester, with the quality they've got and the quality that's back playing as well. Whew, they'll have to turn it around at some stage, won't they? Um, just quickly, Mike Ruddock's yeah. gone to the Ospreys. I don't know if you saw. Yeah, that Yeah,
2: now a lot of people are saying now. If don't know how, don't know how much, or someone said I don't know how much one of the Ospreys have got, but they need to get all of it to make sure they keep Mike Ruddock to the end of the season. Mm. The bloke's brilliant or whatever. Uh, being completely frank, I don't remember him being brilliant. I'm not being rude. I'm sure he was a great guy and all that, but I don't remember him having a massive impact. Well, he coached Wales for two the Welsh years, team.
3: and they won a. The 05 can't, can't Grand remember. Slam, but he then went to Worcester, and then I think he did the oh, Irish. So that's right. He went. He, he went coached, did he coached the Grand Slam.
2: Mm. So he coached the Grand Slam, which is mega. Good on him. Um, but then he went. Yeah, why did he leave Wales then? If he'd, they didn't renew his contract. The Grand Slam? They didn't
3: renew his contract at Wru, or they wouldn't. They wouldn't. They weren't, they weren't in talks with him. He wanted to try and renew it.
2: Yeah, I'm, I'm not. I'm not for a second saying he's. I I mean, he shouldn't he shouldn't be given the job. It's like, I don't remember him being a star coach. That's what I mean. It's, yeah. you know, that that's what I mean. He's and maybe bloke. I'm wrong. He's but. a
3: great bloke. Um, but, the Ospreys need some figurehead at the moment. They've got him in. I think it's good. Um, see how they do. I mean, the Ospreys will be a totally different team once all their best players are back, all their stars are back. But, yeah. they're certainly struggling at the moment. Uh, what I'm saying is, you, you don't France need a best them. mate
2: as a, sorry, you don't need a best mate as a DOR. Nope. But, I've never heard anyone say that Ruddock's anything other than a brilliant bloke, and that's quite a good start actually. When you're trying to take things forward.
3: Yeah, uh, you're at Bristol London Irish, weren't you? Doing comms. Can't believe you didn't yeah. put Harry Thacker in your Premiership Team of the Week. <laughs> uh, you know, Why not?
2: I was like, uh, I looked at that and I was like, oh, I'm gonna have a, I'm gonna have a right. No, uh, not that I care massively, but I was gonna text the lads and say, lads, I put Harry Thacker in. I thought I'll just check, and I went onto my WhatsApp on the group for their the. the Basically, the Channel 5 lot, and it was like, Can we please swap LCD for Thacker? Thacker was amazing, and I was like, I never sent it, it's just sitting there. And uh, I was like, All ah, right, uh, that is my fault. And you um, loved, anyway, Luke Luke, Luke he was, was great, he was great, yeah, he was, he great. was. but <laughs> so Thacker but...
3: Wow, yeah, that's like he's um, that's like Brits, yeah. isn't it, for Saracens back, you know, four or five years ago. But Harry Thacker, yeah. kick receipt, he was just phenomenal, wasn't he?
2: Yeah, he he is uh, he's a special player, and we knew, like, we we said. You know, we said when Leicester let him go, it almost glad, almost glad he left Leicester because Leicester wouldn't pick him. And I love Tom Young's and, as yeah, a player. you need that got, you, need,
3: you know, a lot of like, players leave and make their name in other clubs because they're not going to show.
2: but he was awesome when he was at Tigers. Mm. He was awesome when he was there and they just wouldn't pick him because they had this kind of, I think at the time they had this old school thing, which is this off, this is our first team and that's that mate. And it's like, he's first choice, you're not. It's like, yeah, yeah, but there have got to be games where he's better suited, you know. Um, if you're playing against a brutal set-piece team, you might have stuck Tom Youngs or you, uh, in those days. Or if you're playing against someone a bit looser, you might have stuck Thacker in. He was mega when he played yep. at Leicester, and they just would pick him. Yep. So, mm. you know, also...
3: His offload was really good for Nathan Hughes as well. He makes a break, right? He, I think it's Nathan Hughes that scores. He just throws it out of his out of the cat out flat. The back. right. And it doesn't need to really go to hand. It just needs to get out there. Uh, and he does. Yeah. You know, it doesn't die with the ball. And that was... He, he threw three of those this the weekend. The
2: first one was off camera and it was after a lovely break and he threw a beautiful pass out the back and the whistle went for a, an offensive phase before, two phases before. Mm. It was the right call by Barnes, he was refereeing, but... It was a beautiful pass. And because the game had been stopped, you never saw it. I was like, wow, what yeah. a bit of skill. Then he threw the one where he, you, you mentioned that he just needed to get it to the right place. But then he threw one just out, just on his own 22, yeah. which basically bit him in the ass and didn't work. And ended up, I think, I think, I think, in a London Irish penalty. So it goes both ways. Bristol at times were a bit too loose. Mm. But what 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 we can't necessarily do is celebrate them when they're loose and they score and then castigate them when no. they're loose, and they don't. It's just you, you need a bit of balance there. Like They know that.
3: Really slick hands for the Piatal tries, A run around off Nathan Hughes just holds everyone. Also, um, it was... Who scored? Thacker for his second try. Yeah, um, nice. There's, there's an overlap there, right? It's just... It just shows you you don't have to throw, and you don't have to be too complicated when there's a natural overlap there. All you've got to... No big miss passes, nothing. It was just square up your man and pass in. Keeping your hips square... Yeah. Not drifting out too much. You know, actually running straight. Maybe running a little bit of an inside shoulder. Looks simple, but often teams can't execute that. And I just thought it was really slick as well. Uh, Holmes, when he's out on the wing after a Thacker break, three players miss him. Really poor defensively by London Irish. Uh, Naholo gets an intercept, doesn't he? Doesn't look quick. Doesn't look quick. Do you know what? You say it on comms I saw it straight away I just thought Monaghan has nearly chased you down and I don't know whether he's just going as quick as he needs to go or what but
2: well he... I I I'm, I'm, I really want to be proven wrong because I want him to score 100 tries for Irish this season and he looks a I lot bigger to... than he used to be win the league and all that, but he, but he he looks stockier and built more built, but yep. he's not a, he's not a huge guy he's not a huge guy there is there is I said it in comms uh, i don 't know if it was on the highlights or not, but there is a misconception a lot of people see a certain player and he looks quite stacked, and they because he 's quite powerful or abrasive or whatever or a bit of a beast on the ball, they say he's massive and it's sometimes it's true sometimes it is just untrue, like mm. you know rocket Rocket D'Aguni is a big very well put together man he's very muscular. He's hugely powerful and strong. He is not a giant man. He's much, much smaller than Matt Banahan. Yeah. He's smaller than Joe Thock on a singer, you know. But second Huller is not a big guy. He's not a tiny. guy. He's an average-sized fella who's been on the weights kind of thing. So he's not a freak in terms of size. But I watched him and thought, I really want him to be rapid. And a couple yeah. of times during the game, I thought, nope, he's not settled in yet or he's not that quick or something. Not Not that quick, but not quick as we, we mustn't compare everyone to johnny may because he's unbelievably fast but you think mm. morihan is very fast but i did think a couple of times Naholo holo isn't super quick and then people hate you for i said that about rocco a couple of years ago on telly and all the bar fans ripped into me i'm like i'm saying what i see he just got mm. caught by someone who turned you know johnny may doesn't get caught by people who turn very often if he's fully fit you know yeah
3: yeah no there's nothing wrong saying that um oliver hoskins red card uh, that was clear yeah. red, shoulder to the head. You just can't do it anymore. Uh, Barnsley was right. good. Uh, I, I, I liked when Wayne Barnes was asking the TMO for one of the London Irish tries. I can't remember who scored it, but he just said, Look, I can't see anything there. Um, you know, what do you see there? He asked the TMO and the TMO says, um, nothing that um, I can say. So, award the to try. I just thought it was good comms there because a lot of refs possibly might not say that, yeah. you know, but Barnsley just says, mate, what do you see there? He says, yeah, because it's all right not to, to know everything. Yeah, 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 exactly.
2: It's all right not to know everything. And no, I I thought, you know, because we are, you know, we're mates with Barnsley and we're always honest about his performance. I, I kind of always, in a friendly way, wanting to cock it up really badly just for fun, mm. um, just so we can get on WhatsApp and get into him. But he's brilliant. He's just, an, uh, he is a class above. There's no one like him and we take the piss out of him because he's weird isn't he? He's an odd guy. Um he's really anti-social. Uh, wouldn't come out yesterday and with us. The biggest uh,
3: thing is I didn't realize he was nearly 50. Honestly, I didn't. I thought he was maybe early 40s. But
2: yeah. I know. I think he's 50 he next year. Judging by his, his for his age, he actually looks all right, but in real life his, you know, it's just lucky he met his wife young, isn't it? Because she would ne- she would never pull him now, no way. Do you right. reckon um, no way absolutely not no
3: uh, she's got an emotional investment now it's that's yeah it.
2: that is it yeah I mean it's, God, it's such a shame but yeah he, he, he was brilliant he was great and the red card oh by the way we haven't talked about Worcester sale quickly because the red card old effectively decided I, I, that game yeah and
3: just quickly though I thought it was you know London Irish down to 40 um 14 men for 40 minutes I thought it did awesome to get a draw in the end um, amazing old. yeah really good
2: they were great and one thing that I, you know I Paddy Jackson at 15 didn't work for me I mean Piotr is not Matt Perry under the high ball you know he's not yeah um He's not a beautiful kicker of the ball, but he's an astonishing rugby player. And still, after all these seasons, his power in the contact takes people by surprise and he melts people when he's got the ball. If you don't leather him, he will go straight mm-hmm. through you. He's so strong. Um, Stephen Myler gets the but,
3: final kick to, to draw the game. Yeah,
2: brilli- brilliantly done. He had a good game, but I think Paddy Jackson is a very good creative player. But at 15, there was just nothing there for me at all. didn't work. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the Worcester sale game, that uh, Jean-Luc prier red card where he sticks the shoulder into Kitchener as he's coming I've in. not seen that. It. Yeah, it's it's stupid. So ball carrier, ball carrier to the left, Jean-Luc prier is on his uh, sale ball carrier. Uh, Jean-Luc prier is almost next to him slash almost latching onto him ahead of him. Kitchener comes in to tackle the ball carrier and before he reaches the ball carrier, Jean-Luc prier basically drops the shoulder right in the face or head of Kitchener and takes him out before he can get to the ball carrier completely stupid red card knows exactly what he's done uh, stupid's the wrong word it's a stupid is actually more insulting than i mean to be it's just a yeah. brain freeze it's a brain fart and these things happen all you got to hope is that when someone has a brain fart um or no a brain freeze isn't it a brain freeze that doesn't hurt anyone i
3: mean varma so. mahina
2: <laughs> that's stupid you know yeah that's that's a bit know. silly yeah um
3: I watched Quinn's Gloucester as well. Um, thought Don Brant was really good, as was Morgan. Thorley is in just great form at the moment. Talk yeah. about um a flat Hoodie uh being well maybe discussed in the England camp. Ollie Thorley, surely, must be on the uh, must oh. be on the horizon as well. I thought he was excellent. Um, but really what, good what goes in his
2: favour is that he's a unit as well.
3: Yeah, really. Yeah, he does look like a unit well. And he can shift. He's, real,
2: he's a really big unit. He's, he can and he's, really shift. he's a big fella all over. I haven't seen him uh, naked. But he's big up top, but he's got really big, powerful lower half. And that, that's hard work, in it, when you're playing against it?
3: Yeah, it is. But uh, a very good win for Quinns to get penalty right at the death. Makes it 23-19. And the biggest game of the weekend was Wales v. the barbars at the Principality Stadium, and it was Wayne Pivak's first game in charge with all of his new team around him. Their Gatling Gates were uh, revealed the day before. Oh, I
2: thought they might do a statue. Uh No. Or a stand. A stand. A stand.
3: What I would say is that Gatling Gates, Wayne Pivak has to go through them probably every day to work. Um, oh, yeah. Good yeah. Point. Yeah. Yeah. I thought they might do a Gatlin uh,
2: but, terrace or a Gatlin stand or a Gatlin bar or something.
3: Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. But no, it's the Gatlin Gates now, um, the main entrance really, or the car entrance, gate four, into the Principality Stadium. They've been Thank you. unveiled. So nice little touch there from the WRU.
2: If you did a it did a statue of if you like did an Alan Wynn statue, that'd be good. But you could the thing is it's quite a big undertaking. You could do like a little Shane Williams one and it wouldn't take up too much room, would it? No. <laughs> Not, That's at what
3: I'd do. Not at That's all. Not at all. i do. You'd bring it out at Christmas then as well, couldn't you? Make it Santa out of gummy Claus. bears, couldn't you? Yeah. Uh, Josh Adams, two tries. Guy can't stop scoring. Um, yeah. Really good Big finisher. Class, isn't he? Uh, Johnny McNichol is the real deal as well on the wing. His do, first... do we think so? Is yes, that what we think? He is, mate. He definitely is. Definitely is. Uh, I so you got Josh
2: Adams, George North, Johnny McNichol, Liam Williams. It fella. wasn't a
3: cap game, but. He was, um, this is his first out in Four Wales. He was great. The Sheriff gets bags a couple of tries.
2: Of course he does. He doesn't need a One rest the World Cup, mate.
3: He's a Sheriff. He's made of wood. One goal hanging, loves goal hanging on the wing. There's no Has doubt about that. Has he still got that. the
2: cut on his forehead that won't heal? Or is it gone? Uh, no, I think it's still there, actually.
3: Cut for the whole World Cup. Uh, Wynn Jones was good at prop as well. Thomas Williams. Like, it, was a, it was a decent performance for Wales. His name's I know not Win Jones.
2: His name's Alan Win Jones. No. Uh, prop mate uh, exactly that's what happens when you're English and you commentate on Wynne Jones and you say Wynne Jones and you get 100 tweets and people saying you effing you this and effing that his name's Alan Wynne Jones yeah. I said I'm talking about the prop and they go very quiet mm. got him there haven't you yeah it's a good one um, even, even, even when I've cocked it up I've, I've claimed that but-, <laughs> yeah. oh. but it
3: wasn't um, it was a it was a decent enough po- performance good one for Wayne Pivak to, to start with, really. Um, you know, there's no, there's obviously no Autumn Internationals this year. Six Nations start uh, in a couple of months. So good for him just to get a bit of an idea of where the squad's at. So more players to come back in. Um,
2: I'm actually, exciting I'm actually times. really hoping. I think it's really it exciting, exciting times,
3: times for Wales. Uh, you know, from yeah. from reading the reports and from, from reading some of the press releases from the players, um, you know, they are going to change it up a little bit. You know, Stephen Jones know. has got, a, and Wayne Pivot have got different philosophies on on how they want to attack. Um, because if anything, that's probably been um, the most. Well, Wales have lacked really a massive cutting edge. I think behind um, they've been good in the attack, but I think that's the one thing they've struggled with. Set piece has been good, defense has been excellent, uh, but we just want to see them score more tries. Yeah. So hopefully. Um, hopefully we'll start seeing that come the six nations
2: i really hope that england england wales ireland either one two or all of them pick some radical squads for the six nations i'm i think uh, good sense says they probably won't but it's not like I, any of them needs a massive overhaul but i do think that I, I would just for just because i want to i think they should all pick a, f- a few uncapped players in their squad just for fun yeah. Because I want
3: them to. Do you know what as well? like If you want to play a different way, you've got to look at personnel, haven't you? You know, you can't yeah. play with certain players. You can't play a fast, up-tempo, wide game. You know, you've got to look at personnel in the right positions. Um, so we'll see. We'll see what Wayne uh, Pivak yeah. and Stephen Jones want to do. I don't think they'll change it around too much. I think the Wales coming off the back of a Grand Slam last year, coming back of a the semi-final. They won't want to recreate the wheel, but they might add their own little touches. And uh, As I say, I yeah. think Johnny McNichol could be could be one. Depends who's in it. Answer. Depends who's fit.
2: Yeah. We're going to win the next World no Cup pressure. Now, aren't they? Now they no, pr- no pressure. No yeah, pressure at all. Cup, mate. Yeah. they got Navidi and McNichol now going to win the World Cup. So. Navidi's
3: back fit. Um, he would be back uh, for Christmas, which is great news. He's
2: one of my faves. Uh, He's also
3: one of my faves. Callum McLeod's best mate as well, or they're close. Uh, he was the guy who's voted off Love Island first, so... Oh god. Yeah. Took some tips off Josh, I think. Huh. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Um right that will do right, us will good it? to you. Yeah, I'll let you know how Frozen 2 goes. Yeah.
3: Yeah. get into those podcasts as well and audiobooks, all right. It's really good.
2: Oh wait, I'm not I'm going to get into them in I'm going to I'm literally taking the dogs out now, so I'm going to start the one you just gave me in within 15 minutes I'll be listening to it. I'm okay. Thinking of you, yeah. Um
3: are you cutting your hair when you take your dogs out for a walk? I know you like to do that. No, that's how I do it, but yeah, I'm not I doing it today. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Makes sense. Yeah. You laugh about
2: it, but it makes sense. I don't right? laugh,
3: mate. I am being deadly serious. I was just wondering.
2: That was all. All right. Good luck to you, fella. Bye, guys.
0: Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Geeky Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi.